Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. On a somewhat serious note, have you taken stock of your gaming now that we're into the fall? You know, I've been watching the COVID numbers spike again and uh, thinking about my pantry, but I think I need to probably think about my gaming too. Cue music. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. Uh, I'm your host on the East, Phil. And I am your host in the West, Senda. Yeah, well, geography is going to matter a little bit tonight. It is going to matter a bit tonight. I do feel a little bit like the elves passing into the West over here, but carry on. So first of all, a couple things. Um, Already... We've uh, been all over the place during the intro of the show. Um, So a reminder, we are neither writing nor editing these shows during these uh, COVID times. And uh, hint, hint, we won't be after these COVID times either. Probably not. Let's let's admit it. I'm really enjoying that like three and a half hours of life that I've regained. Yeah, it's great. I I got back like an hour and a half myself. Um, Other thing is... um, other thing is that um, I think it's fair to say overall, like things have been pretty stressful uh, lately in our own lives. Yeah. Um, so we're a little at best off and worst punchy. Yeah. Uh, tonight. Yeah. So you're gonna get what you get. Not um, sure how that's gonna go. It's gonna be fun to find out. Either this it, is gonna be sort of a a low energy thing where we fumble around trying to figure out how to maintain a conversation and not have dead air, or it's gonna be a lot of giggles. Oh no no my um my college training on college radio does not allow for dead air whatsoever. So if <laughs> if, if you flatten, I will I will immediately you will fill, fill up the space. The air. Yeah. Um. That is that is we won't have dead air. It'll just be whether or not this this conversation moves along at what pace. Um. In either case. Um. So, our topic for tonight is not uh, one picked out by our community. A uh, reminder, we uh, love to do ones that are picked out by uh, you all, and um, and we'll, we'll go back to doing that um, next week, probably. Like, we're, like I said, we don't usually come up with our own topics very often, but today we came up with a topic uh, that we thought was uh, fitting, and uh, we, you know, kind of just chatted it through pre-show. Um, and, uh, so what we're going to talk about tonight, do you want to tell them since I, since I just talked a bunch, do you want to tell them what, tell them what we're talking about? And then I'll just, I'll do like a little intro kind of thing. Sure. So tonight we're going to talk about taking stock of your pandemic gaming needs, by which we mean taking stock of what your gaming is right now. And if it is doing for you what you need it to in our current ongoing global crisis. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so... Um, by way of, um, and I, I'll do this now more, um, I think less for people in the current space and more for like, at some point when they unearth the server for <laughs> historical posterity. Um, so where we are. children are listening to this. <laughs> well, just, in I their mean. history class. <laughs> just by way of reference, where we are right now is that we are at the end of October of 2020, um, we have been, for the most part, in lockdown since March. That's a lot. Um, and um, as predicted, with the fall, we're starting to see numbers surging um, in many, many states. Pretty um, much st- everywhere except where you are, to be entirely honest. I have to, I'm, I have to say that not that New York doesn't think it will have its numbers rise. I mean, we think we will, but... Um, we are pretty. We are New York proud of our effort to um, to really corral uh, the virus. Um, but even then, I have not eased any of my um, any of my behaviors. Right, I'm I'm still masked. I'm not um, interacting with people in person. I'm uh, only making brief runs to the grocery store, working out of my house, um, not going into the office. All of those things. Um, and I think that's pretty true for you as well, right? It is exactly true for me also. Um, yep. 
I okay. have literally been out of the house once a week, I think, for the last several weeks to the grocery yeah. store. Ugh, but it is spiking here. Yes. Pretty, yeah, you're pretty, right. pretty frighteningly. It is. It's higher right now than it has been the entire rest of the year. Um, so. So, yeah. So um, and then on top of that, again, for historical purposes, we're like about a week out from uh, the 2020 election. Um, <laughs> a thing I'm not even um, capable of speaking about at this point um, because of the anxiety surrounding it. Um, literally, uh, you know, the fate of, you know, <laughs> the fate of the country, the fate of, I mean, all of us. Um, oh, and um, also on the weekend, the White House announced that they've kind of, kind of given up on trying to contain the virus, as, you know, witnessed um, by surging numbers. Anyway, anyway, against that, against that bleak backdrop, uh, we hope that you have been gaming uh, all along. And I know that's not true because I know some people, like, like... They thought the lockdown was only going to be for a short amount of time, so they, they stopped gaming, and now, like, we're, you know, we're into this for many months, and to be honest, we're probably into this for at least this many months more, right? In another six to seven months, easily. Yep. Um, and, you know, face-to-face -face conventions don't look like um, <laughs> they don't look like they're going to be a thing for a while. It's going to be a bit, yeah. So what we're getting at here is unless you're very fortunate that you are bubbled up and uh, playing with your bubbled game group, which I know that there are people who are doing that. So hats off to you. Uh, the rest of us are subsiding on online gaming. Yep. Um, now, some people love online gaming, right? Some people have like like the platform even more than face to face. Um, I am not one of those people. I like my face to face gaming better, but I like my online gaming just enough. Like it, it's fine. I, it, I'm enjoying myself uh, by playing online. So it's not it, like I'm not dying. I would love to go back to using my table and having my game group together and all of that. Um, but in lieu of that, having them on Zoom and playing um, is doing it. Right. Right. It's, it's way better than nothing. Yeah. So where where do you fall on that? Like I, I mean, you have a you have a wonderful um, face to face gaming group. I really, really do, and I miss them all terribly. We've we've gotten together. I think we got together twice during the warm months, outside in the backyard, all wearing masks and staying distance just to be around people and see sure. each other. Um, and uh, and it was delightful. One of those we had a Renaissance festival. Yeah. Um, and had turkey legs, and I played the harp, and we read each other Shakespeare monologues. Um. And, um, like, they're just really, truly fantastic people. And at this point in my life, like, especially with the pandemic, which tends to drive you, um, like, in, in a lot of ways, I think, just the circumstances, because everything takes so much energy. Um, it's hard to maintain as many relationships, um, especially if some of them are, like, lighter acquaintance ones. Like, so basically at this point... My time and energy has gone into those relationships, um, and I'm not sad about it. Like those are my people, and that's those. That I've just like come to this realization and conclusion. Like those are my people. Those are my primary people, and like we're we're good. Like I don't. Yeah, <laughs> This is who and, I'm going to maintain. And you're gaming, and you're gaming with them online. I am gaming with them online, um, biweekly right now. Yep. Um, with the occasional like other blip where you know we'll get together some of us or all of us and do something else um yeah okay yep. so so the thing that we want to talk about is when um so w when the pandemic started we were heading into spring uh we've had all summer so uh things like being outside uh, yeah. And seeing each other and stuff like that was very doable like i I did a number of um outside gatherings with my um you know with my gaming group. Uh, just to be, you know, just to be social, just like hung out at the park in a big circle kind of thing. I know you, you know, like similar to what you did in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, winter's coming. Yes. And for, <laughs> and for. It's, it's funny that you say it's coming because I know that for you it was like 40-ish today and rainy and kind of yucky yes. and sort of fall. Well, for me, it the high was 20, but I don't know if it ever got there. I only ever saw it get up to 19 and it's been snowing since yesterday and there was a snow day from school <laughs> so like winter is here <laughs> yeah so 
what it means is that the going outside part um, just isn't going to be that possible. And so for yeah. a number of us, um, for a number of us who are who are staying mostly isolated, um, we're going to be even a bit more isolated. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not going to be, um, unless we're going to, you know, I live in Buffalo, unless we're all going to stand out in the snow, which we'll mm-hmm. do for maybe like 10 minutes, freezing our asses off. Um, you know, unless we get like a really weird, mild winter, the chances, you know, I'm not going to see a bunch of my uh, local gaming group for a little while. Yep. So not in person. Yep. Super bleak. <laughs> um, and we're going to try to stay positive here. Yep. So what we're talking about tonight now is much like uh, you would check your pantry and stock it for, you know, as the you know numbers rise and things like that. Um, we thought it would be fitting that we, we are going to um, have a conversation about checking our gaming pantry. Yep. Um, and, and the hope is we're going to have a discussion about it. But we hope for you all that are listening that this is giving this is prompting you to have this either internal dialogue with yourself. In some cases, you'll see whether it's an internal dialogue and sometimes it'll be a discussion with your group. But we also want you to be prepared. Right. So we've got uh, cold weather coming. Yep. We've got uh, rising covid numbers. Yep. Um, Let's be truthful. There's some question about political stability in this country Uh um, in this moment. Um, (laughs) I like how you say there's some question. (laughs) Some question about it. Mm -hmm. There are some scenarios where it's not going to be a big deal. There's some scenarios where it's absolutely nightmarish. Um, And then the last part is um, we're also heading into what is traditionally the hardest time of the year to game. Yes. The November, December holiday gauntlet. Um, And we'll need to kind of take stock about how... Uh, as we talk about this, we'll need to take stock about how we may or may not be affected uh, because sometimes playing online is easier than playing in person. Yeah. So you'll have to kind of see how that fits <clears throat> with your own group. But uh, amidst those things, we want to have a discussion um, about a couple different areas, a couple different questions. You've got them. You're going to give you're going to um, you're going to prompt us to have this discussion. And in doing so, we're going to kind of take stock of our own gaming and uh, see if there's anything that we need to do uh, coming up, and um, and then hopefully um, it'll it'll prompt you to do the same. Yeah, that's what cool. we're going for. Cool. Um, so the first thing that we need to ask, and this is funny because it makes me think of gaming like toilet paper or sure. Clorox wipes, right? Um, right? So the first question is: Do we have enough? <laughs> do you have enough gaming in your life right now? Right. Um, do you, I, so I, I, I'll go first. I'll kick it back right back to you. Um, I do have enough gaming. Um, I would I would game more. <laughs> I would game more, but I don't think I my schedule will. Um, I don't think my schedule will support it. I think my schedule will possibly implode. Um, if that is true, I can tell you that come next year i'm going to switch a couple things around because um and we'll talk about this in the last segment there is a gaming um there is a group and a game that i want um that i don't currently have in my current landscape um and i know it's coming sometime february march next year so uh, i'm going to be working towards that but in the meantime i'm i'm running numenera i'm running forbidden lands and i am running uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, all of those bi-weekly, right? So they're um, the first two are on the on opposite Sundays, and uh, every other every other Thursday, I run uh, I run DCC, and then on the opposite Thursday, I play in a Call of Cthulhu game, um, which I think is going to end um, in a couple sessions. I don't know if anything's going to come after it, um, but it's gonna, I I think it's got one or two more sessions to it, and then it'll be done. So. Am I playing enough? I think the answer is yes. Would I play more if my schedule was open? Probably. <laughs> I probably would um, pick up another game. Um, and it's not out of the realm of possibility at this point. Yeah. I am. Um, How about you? Yeah. So um, my, my standard game is biweekly, but things have 
kind of kept going a little bit off the rails for us. We still haven't played the last session of our cartel game, but it should happen this week for reals. Um, fingers crossed, everyone, please. <clears throat> so um, that's that's my like just old standby, rock solid, good gaming always. Um, and then. Um, so, so this gets a little bit interesting, right? So um, I then have interspersed random one-shots that I've been playing for She's a Super Geek. But um, we are recording our last game for our final episodes of that show um, in early November. So once that is done... Um, I am actually sitting here thinking, I don't know if I have enough gaming because I really am only playing once every two weeks at that point. Well, and that's always been a thing. I mean, as, as a bit of an aside, right? So SAS Geek has always been a thing where you've always had to commit to playing games on some sort of schedule. And now um, you don't. Yeah. Like, I don't really. And also, like, I don't have to keep my weekends free to be able to record those games. Um. So that's also different. Um, so I, I might, there is an occasional every other week, like Sunday game that I've been jumping into. And if that um, is still going, then I may make more of an effort to show up regularly. Um, you know, but more maybe I start something or maybe, I don't know. I need to think about that now. This is a good conversation. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I would kind of think you probably aren't. I mean, I'm gaming way more than you are. I know. You're, so. you're gaming a lot. Well, and, and, uh, well, I mean, you're gaming twice a week, right? And I'm basically is what it comes down to. I, I'm gaming twice a week. And truthfully, the Call of Cthulhu game was something I picked up during the pandemic. Uh, the other three, those were um, you already those had were face to face yeah. games. Those were those were my gaming group, um, and those were established for some time, right? Like I mean, like my Forbidden Lands game is um, what thirty three sessions. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's gonna yeah. play its thirty fourth session. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, there's there's some long running stuff happening there, and um and I don't know. It's really interesting. It's really interesting thinking about it because I'm also like my gaming priority is and will like remains um, that same game group. So I will say part of how I have filled that gap um, going into this is that we had things um, like a letter writing game. There were things yep. that I could do on my own time. They didn't actually require other people's direct input. Um, but we've kind of fallen off that bandwagon. I really enjoyed it. I still keep sending people letters occasionally because I'm still having a lot of fun engaging in it, but I, nobody else is really engaging in it anymore. And that's okay. Um, and, uh, and then I've still been, um, I've been doing uh, like just writing character work. Um, like little two-person story things, which has been fun, and that's been filling that hole for me in a lot of ways also um, because it's just ongoing and it's something that I can, again, like you can address it a little bit every day. Collaborative kind of. writing, right? Yeah, it's basically collaborative writing, but it's role-playing because you just talk about your character in the present as yourself. That's basically, it's the same thing. Anyway. Um, so those two things have been kind of filling that hole for me, but I, th I think it might be nice to see if I could get another bi-weekly game, like on a weekend or something going. That was a really long way to say that I probably will not have enough gaming after I record this last, <laughs> this last game for She's a Super Geek. Well, and this is a good read and this is a good time for us to be discussing it, right? Yeah. Like this is like, this is, is this time a, to take this stock. Is a change for me, right? Like it's going to yeah. be a change. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, all right. So good. We both, so we've established that I probably shouldn't get into another game. Although I suspect if that Thursday slot opens up um, and well, there you, isn't something, you'll just like fill. I may yeah. just go play something else or yeah. run something else. I don't know. Yeah. Let, let me know. <laughs> I mean, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the next question is, is the gaming that you have nourishing you? Is it still good? Is it healthy? Did you pick healthy gaming? Is your gaming past its expiration date? Is it rotting? You're Shame. working that. Uh, you're working that metaphor pretty I'm, hard today. I am. I am working it very hard. I like the pantry metaphor. I want to stock my gaming. Yeah. Um. I will. I will say overall, yes. Um. Yes, my gaming is uh, is nourishing. Um. I am. I am enjoy. I look forward to playing every week. 
I um, look forward to getting online uh, with my groups. Um, and my groups, I, I don't know, um, you know this, but I don't think a lot of people do. My groups are pretty overlapped, right? When I yeah. say that I yeah, have, yeah. when I say I have three different groups, um, they're not completely there's different like, people. There's like there's one like or two seven variants. total, like there's yeah. like seven total people over three different gaming groups, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, yep. there's some serious overlap um, with Bob. Bob um, is like just, your mainstay. Just a constant. <laughs> he's like he. Bob is my north star, right? Like he is just. <laughs> He is just a constant that moves through uh, all my gaming galaxy, right? So, Aww. I know, snip this for him later. <laughs> post it. Um, he'll love it. So anyway, um, so yeah, the um, so overall, and I think we'll, we'll we'll start by. I know we have some uh, layers to this answer, so we'll start with just an overall for both of us. Um, yes, it is nourishing. It is not as nourishing as a face-to-face game. Yes. Uh, I am, I am a uh, old man, right? Um, I am an old man. I came up through gaming, sitting around tables, uh, you know, for almost forty years. Uh, for me, being at the table is still my most comfortable time, uh, especially being around like my game table with my friends is like the most comfortable time for me, um, and I love it. Uh, but. I have adapted to online play, and um, it is working. It is working fine enough. Um, it is working fine enough, and we could talk about in a future episode, maybe you know the differences or whatever. It is definitely a different medium. No, I think we've talked about it. We have. I think we have. Yeah, it's definitely a different medium, a different and medium I don't. And, yeah, I don't move through as much story in an online game as I do in a. Um, face-to-face game but i also am not uh rating uh my gaming performance by how much story we're pushing yeah. in a game good you shouldn't how about how about you overall uh is your is your gaming nourishing and i'm gonna ask you to also count your sas geek episodes because that has been part of your gaming yeah landscape it is part of now. my gaming i mean um so so the answer is a generalized yes um I, I think that I know that my game group gaming has been great, even when we've just been doing filler one shots because people couldn't make it, whatever. Um, my Sasky gaming has generally been great. Um, it's been hard sometimes during the pandemic to necessarily have the energy to get things together. And so it has been um, occasionally a little bit more um, last minute, but um once andy and i sit down and play a thing then we really enjoy it so we got to play some more two-player games which we hadn't um really done in a while and i actually really did enjoy that um so i think in general yeah it's been it's definitely been nourishing um there's definitely something you get from a good game um that you can get from online games it's sometimes harder for me to get it from online games that like game high but versus that let like Oof, that was kind of boring. <laughs> like, did I? But I felt obliged to stay because there, you know, it would be rude to leave or whatever. You know, there's a, there's a difference between those two things, and sometimes it's harder um, online to get that feeling. But I, I I know that I still can um, in those situations. So I think it's been nourishing. I think it's what we should say specifically about this. Really, is it has fed me more energy to play the game than it has taken me to play the game. So the net energy result um, has been a gain. It hasn't been as much of a gain as it would have been for me in person, but it's still been a gain, right? Yep, that I would I would say the <clears throat> same thing. I am I am getting more spoons out of gaming online um, than it takes to um, make it happen. Yes. Including it, prep and all of that. Yeah, it's when those things flip-flop that it's not a nourishing game and you should probably check the expiration date. That You are, <laughs> you are, on, you are on metaphor tonight. Um, but yes, uh, I actually agree, and we've had that discussion many times about when to jettison a game, um, when a game has con- gone past its expiration date. Yeah. Um, to that, I have, um, I have heard minor... Not rumblings, but I've heard some discussion that maybe um, my Forbidden Lands game will take a break at some point. Like maybe. we are thirty something sessions in. It yeah, has, we are, we are having other people for a while. 
yeah, like we've been having a blast, but like maybe we'll take a break after like the next major arc. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to push on it too hard. Um, but I also uh, want to um, I want to be um, listening to my players. Like if my players are like, hey, 35, 36 sessions of this game was great, but we'd like to try something else. I am totally down with that. And if they're like, you know, damn the torpedoes, let's go. I'm also okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of these things um, bother me tremendously. Um, I never take these things personally. And honestly, 30-something sessions a out lot. of a, like a, a game is a, is a resounding a success. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't um, remember the last time I played 33 sessions of something. I, I have only had a couple of cases where that has happened um, in my life Um so it is also rare for me. All right. So the next layer of this discussion, right? So to take it down another notch, um, what we really wanted to talk about is um, there are a couple facets uh, that we identified. There may be more. Uh, but for sake of this discussion, we had identified three facets um, of, of your game that you might want to evaluate to see what your needs are and then whether the game is giving it to you. Yeah, if it's meeting the needs. Yeah. So what are what are our three facets? Why don't you why don't you uh, name them and I'll try to define them. Okay. So do you want, I'm just going to list them all three and then you can No, no, we'll go back and forth. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind. I'm going to list them one at a time one and at then a time. you can define them. Um so the first one is if you are gaining energy socially. Uh, yeah, so socially, um, just, you know, are you interacting with your fellow player? Like, do you log on to the game, like, say, like, a two-second high and then start playing? Or do you, like, log on and actually, like, talk and chat and um, socialize uh, with your friends? And is that important, right? Like, that's is that, that, is that important? Is this important will be the question that hangs over all of these. Yeah, and is it giving you energy just to, you know, link back to the other part, right? Is, is it, it giving you energy and do you need it to give you energy? Right. Is it, okay. Is it good feels? Right. So that's our first facet. Cool. Uh, the next one is entertainment. Yeah, are you having a good time? Are you amused? Are, are you, you entertained? entertained? Yeah, are you entertained by what's happening in the game? Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, when you're playing it, are you laughing? Are you having a good time? That kind of thing. Is it easy to remain engaged? Um, yeah. The last one is creativity or expression. Yeah, is this game giving you the creative outlet so a lot of us uh, a lot of us get into gaming whether it's gming or playing or whatever for it to be a creative outlet so are we getting to be creative in the game that we're playing yeah so i'll ask you um across those three facets yeah um what is your what's your current game doing for you and is it doing enough of it like, are you getting all the things you want? Yeah. So um, in terms of socially, um, I definitely am. We've always been pretty social gamers. So um, we tend to play, um, especially right now, just online, we tend to play not super long sessions. We tend to chat um, as people are gathering. We, we even tend to just start the Zoom early and like people will just filter mm-hmm. in. I'll still be making dinner in the kitchen and we'll just be like chatting. Um so, like, that part is working really well for me. Um, and and I have to kind of limit my, my social part to more of the personal games because that is one of the things that is harder about recording games for a podcast is that um, the social time is very different because you do actually have to be some kind of professional and um, and explain well, how and you have to work. edit all of it. Yeah, and you have to edit all of it. So, well, but that's before you hit record. <laughs> oh, sure, right? sure, sure. We just don't record that nonsense. Unlike this show, where we record like everything. Um, so, uh, so, so there's there tends to be a lot of like setup and that sort of thing. It's not as social as an environment, and also, you know, we may or may not know the people that we are playing with. Like, we may or may not have ever met them before. Um, and while that's really cool from the perspective of meeting new people, um, it is not as socially spoon giving because um, new people can be harder um, on emotional energy than you know old familiar people with whom you're very comfortable. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think with new people, there's a certain amount of energy that has to go into establishing your connections, your, yeah, like all of that. And that right there is why it's much harder for me to run Zoom games for strangers, because the amount of energy output that I spend on the social connections, because you have to spend so much more with the video camera between, um, is very draining to me. Um, so that's, that, that is a thing I have to watch pretty carefully in terms of Zoom games and why it works much better for me to be playing with my regular group that, you know, we played for years in person before we switched to online. And so like, you know, it, it, it kind of goes, I mean, the composition of the team has changed a little bit, but I still know everybody and, you know, et cetera. Right. Um, yeah. So how about you in terms of social? Yeah, I'm going to generalize. I'm going to average all my games together. Yeah, it's right? easier so for I don't you. Wanna... Mine, yeah, mine I... are very distinct. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to average mine, um, and I'll call out notable parts in between things. Um, So um, social, I am so social is a big part of a big part for me too. Uh, In fact, my when we were face to face, uh, my game groups on Sundays would get together for dinner um, before the game. Like we would go out to dinner as a group to a restaurant. Do you remember restaurants? (laughs) I Um, do. Sometimes I walk in and I pick up a bag and I leave. (laughs) I do that too. Yeah. Um, But we would go out, we would go out for dinner. Um, So we would have a completely social experience before the game, come back to my place, set up at the gaming table, chat a little bit more and then get into the game. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm still doing that by doing what you do. Like I open up my zoom like a half hour early and I have no intentions of starting the game. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just I let everybody get settled in, and um, I want to hear about how people's weeks are. And honestly, um, because I don't. I mean, and this was true before, right? I the primary way I saw my friends was through gaming. So if someone needs to vent, someone needs that time um, to you know, they, they need some sort of support, um, you know, comfort or whatever. Um, then we do that for each other, right? Like that's a, that's a thing we do, um, as, as friends within our, within our gaming group. And so if that pushes the game a little later as well, then that's fine. Like sometimes we just do that. Um, and that's okay. But, but that's a very big portion of it. So I'm still getting that. And that's, and that, that is very important to me. Um, I'm also getting in a couple of other places because outside of the game, I'm getting it, um, doing our, um, mumble, mm-hmm. you know, and then Star Trek and stuff like that. But, but I am socializing, um, entertainment wise, um, for the most part, I am, uh, entertained in the, um, what's called in the games I'm playing, um, the Call of Cthulhu game, that system's just not really my cup of juice. Um, so, um, I like playing with the people who are in it. I like the story that we're playing, but I'm like, eh, about the system. Like I could take it or leave it, to be honest. Like the, um, everything else in that game is entertaining for me. The system is not the thing that's, uh, that's doing it for me. Um, and then, um, in terms of creativity, this one's a mixed bag for me. Um, so, uh, in the case, uh, so it, it's like a sliding scale in my new Monera game, uh, I'm writing everything. So that's very creative. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, in my forbidden lands game, I'm using, um, the campaign material and embellishing it. So that's like one step down. Uh, plus there's a lot of ad lib stuff when you're doing, um, map crawling and stuff like that. Um, for DCC, uh, I'm only running published adventures and we're not even running a campaign in between published adventures. Like the characters only exist to go through modules. Um, like we're just playing modules. crawling dungeons. Oh yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're not, we don't, I don't have a DCC campaign. We're just playing modules. Um, because DCC modules are super fun. Um, and weird as shit. Um, eyeballs. No, I, I seriously, I will tell you that as fantasy goes, um, DCC modules are probably my favorite published fantasy stuff. They do things with adventures that just like other adventures that I've read in the past, just, just do not do like 
they just go there and they make it work for whether it's zero level to whatever level characters they like make that work anyway um i'm not doing anything um like as a creative outlet for those like i'm reading them prepping them and running them um but it's fine because that's what that game that's what that game's meant to be so on the creative level um Yes, I'm getting some creativity creativity out of it. Would I like to invest more time? Yes. Do I have more time to invest in being more creative? Not really. <laughs> um, so my wants exceed my ability to provide at this point. Like I would like to be doing a bunch more stuff um, with my Numenera world building, but I really just have been trouble finding like um, spaces where I could do some more, like just writing some general stuff or whatever. But if I did, I would want to. <laughs> Make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm with yeah. you. Cool. cool. All right. Um, all right. So that's our second question. And then what's our last uh Do I get to answer the second question? Oh, I'm so... I thought you answered it already. I answered the social part. And then you answered all three. That's okay. I still like Okay. But I'll be quick because we're getting well. That's long fine. I'm two. sorry. I thought I. Okay, never mind. I apologize. That was very rude <laughs> of me. It's okay. I asked you the social part. I was like, Nah, he's just gonna go. He's saying good things. Saying I was trying stuff. to wrap the whole thing up. I like, know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm, no, then, it's I'm, okay. Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> it's really okay. I will say my games have been very entertaining. I don't think that I really have to elaborate a whole lot more on that because I keep getting on here and squealing about things. And if you really yes. want to hear how entertaining my games are, you can go listen to Thirsty Sword Lesbians, which was great because April was awesome. And uh, we got to do Magical Girls again, which is an appropriate second to last like uh, theme for us because it's been reoccurring for us uh, through the history of the show. And I love doing it. I love doing it. Love, love. Anyway, and always cartel, like I just squeal about this all the time, right? So, you know, entertainment factor, A+. plus. Um, creativity and expression, I, I have been generally during this period um, feeling like I don't have a ton of creative energy to kickstart on my own. Um, and the end result of that is that I haven't really been offering to, like, me, myself, personally, run games. Um, because that's when I usually feel like I have to be the most creative and on my toes. Um, I have been playing everything, or I have been facilitating games that once they get started, don't actually require a GM. Um, and so uh, that's been working for me a lot, because it means that I get to um, be creative in, in ways that we've talked about before, right? Where like, once you have a sandbox to kind of work within and you have the elements, it's much easier to be creative than if your options are everything, then it's really hard right. to be creative. Um, so, uh, so that's been working for me in terms of expressing creativity, um, just on a game by game basis by, um, by playing the games, but not necessarily running them, but, you know, building stuff like, um, there are ghosts in this discord, um, becomes a mind meld situation when I run it because I really like the ghosts to get together and, you know, figure out like, what is the story? Why are you all here? Like, um, how, how are these ghosts all related to each other? What happened? Um, and so doing things like that, but where I don't feel like I am on the hook personally for always having a creative idea in my pocket. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I, uh, it works for me. So it's been working. It's been working. I wish I was feeling more creative because it feels really good when I am. But um, with the level of creativity and energy that I have, I think it's been doing what it needs to do. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I for sure as well am feeling my creativity um, tamped down. Like, we're not designing anything. Yeah. Um, you know, like like we've put all our designs on hold and everything else um, for, for this reason. Um, I mean, we have a lot... Um, I mean, we have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we've had work stuff. We have kiddos in school stuff. Like there's, a, you know, there's a lot of things. Um, and so, yeah, my, my creativity isn't nearly as high as I want it to be. Um, GMing is a thing for me that, um, I, like I will always GM. So the yeah, fact that I'm not GM. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, the fact that I'm not designing anything, but I'm GMing is the sign that I'm in a low energy, like, I'm in a low creative state. Um, for you, it's a little different. Like, you sometimes GM and then, like, you know, often play. And so your lower, like, your lower state puts you more in play. Right. I mean, it really just does because um, I don't then feel 
Um, I feel like I guess that there I don't have to be solely responsible for story if something isn't ticking, yeah. right? Like that kind of thing. Because that that I like doing it, like don't get me wrong, but it does require energy. And this is where it, we get to that energy balance thing, right? Right. And and it definitely does, and that's why like for like I have three games, but you can see that they're um in various levels of how much energy they require, yes. right? Like the DCC game requires no like creativity. None. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Forbidden Lands requires, um, it requires a few hours and then I get many sessions. Yeah. Out of those hours. And then Numenera requires more hours, but I still get more than one session. Out of the time that you spend. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not, we're just not chewing through as much story. So if I do a couple hours worth of prep, um, I can get two or three sessions out of it. Yeah. And that's not, te- and that's not terrible. Right. So that like on the subsequent weeks when I'm getting ready to run the, you know, the, um, the additional sessions, I will, um, take a little time and go back into the notes and like tweak them a little, like based on what we've played so far, do I want to change anything? Am I cool to stay where I am? That kind of thing. Yeah. And that helps. Right. Cause it, it doesn't put a constant, um, it does not put a constant creative demand on me. Yes. Um, like as if I was writing something fresh every week. Yes. Right? Or if you kind had of a, like podcast. Yeah. I was like, like <laughs> but hence why we're going to go on, on hiatus for misdirected Mark for the holidays. Uh-huh. Because at some point you get to have a vacation. So. You'd have a vacation. Um, Andy and I never took vacations. Right. You guys know y'all should take vacations. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a there's such a terrible fear as a as a sidebar. There's such a terrible fear as a podcaster of um, taking breaks that your you know your audience will disappear and stuff like that. That um, a lot of us as podcasters run ourselves pretty ragged. Um, we will run ourselves. We will keep the show going through low creative periods. We will drag ourselves through. Um, periods where we are probably should not be recording things just because um we have internalized the show must go on mentality i mean i hate to all of this is true but i hate oh, to say I've, it like i've done i've it. You've absolutely done it. dropped off podcasts because i couldn't figure out when they were posting next and they just disappeared for like a month and i forgot to ever i, go check I them think again, we just right? do like i know and i th- i absolutely I have do. done it <laughs> Sure, but I think what we do is a bad job of that is, like, we could, like, yeah. again, I'm when, totally now, side riffing here, I know. When, and I'm going to finish this. When you say something like, we are taking the Tuesday, Election Tuesday, off, and we will be back the week after, and people know what to expect, I think that's fine. But you could, but here's my side point, right? You can put out a five-minute audio yeah. in your in your feed during the time that you're off and just be like, hey, quick reminder, we're not pod fading. We're just on vacation. I mean, that could get kind of annoying if you're just listening to podcasts in your feet and you're like. Yeah, but it's five minutes. Like it just catching comes up goes. later. Yeah. Hey, it's Phil here. Misdirected Mark's still on, you know, Christmas, you know, hiatus. We're going to play an oldie but a goodie. I don't know. Something like <laughs> anyway, that. Anyway, moving right being, along. Here's here's the thing, really, because this is the next question, and I think that this actually leads into it, right? Because especially when you don't necessarily have high creative energy um, in these kind of situations, what can you do to keep it fresh, whether it's a podcast or a game? Maybe we should talk about games, though. <laughs> we should center on games. We shouldn't talk about podcasts. And, and I think what we need to mention here is like, look, we could all be locked down for a little while again, mm-hmm. right? Like in some places, in some places, restrictions are going to start going back up, um, those kinds of things. So um, what are you going to do for your gaming to keep it fresh or to just get you excited? It doesn't even have to like freshen your current games, but like what's going to give you some, what's going to give you some excitement? What's going to give you that like, oh, I can't wait to work on this kind of feel. Yeah work on this play this kind of feel right gosh so do you want to you go first sure you asked you kind of jumped in and asked the question so i'm gonna now i'm gonna jump in and answer take that um so this one is really tricky to me because um a lot of the things that worked for me personally i don't know if they're gonna work this the second time around right so i can tell you the first time around 
um, I got very excited and very into, and I'm still really happy that I did this, right? Figuring out games that we could play remotely that were intended to be played remotely um, so that I didn't feel like I was missing some aspect of the game by not sitting at a table. And I still think that that was good research and it was well worth the time and stuff. Um, I have those articles up on Gnome Stew. You can find them. I'll, I'll try and remember to put the links in the show notes. Um, but like that was really worth it. And that that definitely turned up some gems that are really easy to turn back to like this. This Discord has ghosts in it, right? Which has become the one shot of my pandemic because it's great. Oh, yeah, it has. It has good game feels and you play it online and it, it's an experience you couldn't have anywhere except online. So it is only an online game. And I love it for that. I love it for being that and for being that thing. But so one, that was one of the things that I did at the beginning of the pandemic and if you haven't kind of looked into that, I can highly recommend it because it's very cool and then it makes you feel like you're trying these new things that you wouldn't be trying otherwise and it's an opportunity instead of a limitation. Um, having said that, I kind of went through that. Um, so I'm not 100% sure what I, me, myself, and I am going to do to try to keep it fresh um, this particular time around. Um, do you have some thoughts on that, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I flitted through so many things over the course of this pandemic that um, I don't, I don't know what's going to stick. Right. Um, I, I will tell you things that I've burned through. Right. <laughs> yes, like that's um, right. At one point, I took a, um, I took a, a game that I love, Whispering Vault, and I took a bunch of post-it notes and like went through and was like, here are all the things that make this game so very '90s that could be fixed to make it like so much better. Um, and I got like three quarters of the way through it and then just like pulled all the post-it notes out and threw them away. And I was like, ah, forget it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> um, I just went through a classic traveler phase where I was like, oh, like I want to own the, you know, little black books from classic traveler. And then like, I got some on PDF and like read them and I'm like, nah, not so much. <laughs> um, oh, I just came know. up with another idea when you're done. Yeah. So, um, so I, part of me wants to like, part of me, oh, and I, I'm sure this, I'm sure my therapist could pull this apart, right? So part <laughs> of me is being very nostalgic about old games, um, which makes me think that this is like some sort of hearkening back to safer or more carefree times, right? Where I'm like super interested in um, certain older games and uh, like kind of want to get into them again. And um like that seems interesting. Um, and then it goes away. <laughs> um, I, um, I think the one that I'm going to stick with is that, um, a couple of people in my game group have expressed a desire to play swords without master. And I fucking love swords without master. Yeah. Cause swords without um, master. And every time that I run it, I'm like, oh shit! Like, why? Why is it I stop playing why this did we game? Stop? Right? Yeah. Like, so um, I may like I may just do some one shots, no commitment. Like, throw it up on like a Saturday night, a Friday night, something like that, and just be like, cool. Let's just play like a let's just play you know Swords Without Master and 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 purposely go beyond my local gaming group. Yeah. Like there are people I want to play games with, um, like you, like Schmitty, uh, Gator. Oh gosh. Like, like half the slack room. Um, you know, if, if somehow time could be bridged Andrew Dacey, but like somehow that, I, I, I don't know. Like that's um, timing is rough on that one. That's across the pond timing. Um, but anyway, um, there's a whole host of people that I really would enjoy playing some games with, but I don't want to commit to anything. And my ultimate um, one shot is still Swords Without Master. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking love it. It, it. it plays reasonably well online. Um, it doesn't really take too much to, uh, to adapt it to online play. Um, so, yeah. I, I like I think of all the things that I have kicked around and I have kicked around a lot of um, a lot of uh, shittier ideas or ideas that just didn't really grab me. I feel like that's the one that's going to take. 
Yeah, the other thing that I remembered, and it's really funny because I even mentioned it earlier in the episode, um, is uh, trying to change formats, right? Like, um, there was a thing about um, us switching to letter writing. Like, yeah, it was a much slower game. It wasn't a replacement for us playing online biweekly, right? But um, but switching to the letter format really did engage me and excite me in a new and different way for quite a while there. Um, I mean, I'm still sitting here at my desk looking at all of the stationary stuff that I bought. Like, I have a cat paw print, and I have a bag of wax seals, and I have two different seals for the, you know, for the wax, and there's a candle sitting on my desk and a lighter <laughs> and, like, all this washi tape, and I, like, designed and printed my own stationery so that it was in character. I had my special handwriting for how it got written. Oh, no, this like, sounds this sounds exactly like you. I know, it is exactly that, but, like, the, so the format <laughs> switch allowed me to engage a ton on my own in creative ways that weren't necessarily ways that had other people's pressure or expectation on them. So that actually yep. really worked for me. And to be entirely honest, I would be super into getting another letter writing game going. Like, it's fine. It's one of those things because of the slow pace of it, it's hard for people not to fall off of it and for it to kind of fizzle away. And like, I'm okay with that. But like, I would love to start another letter writing game. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I don't know how I would be at a letter writing game. Um, but I know that feeling, right? Like there are like... There are all sorts of um, kind of gaming ideas that I have rolling around. Like the other day, I wanted to like um, get my high school friends together on Zoom, right? Because getting them together and face to face has been really hard because one of our friends is West Coast. But now I'm like, doesn't matter, just do it on Zoom. Like we could just, like we just, we could play on Zoom, like uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know. Um, I, I very much have a want to be excited about about some stuff but i have not found the thing i have not i have the desire but i have not found the outlet yeah i think is the way to put it like and that's why i think i should just um i should really just double down or resolve myself to figure out swords because um like swords never fails. Right. Um, so, and I think what we're saying with stuff like swords or like me doing, um, cause I did a, like I planned for like a month to play this discord has ghosts in it. And then like, I got yeah, yeah, it was people great. together and like, it was a big thing. Right. But like, so the, I think the thing with that or like you planning swords with a special assortment of people or your old high school folks or whatever, um, is the thing about that is what we're doing is we're making like special events. Right. So like yes, one shot special. special events, something that's new and different that you might not do all the time. Like Yeah, and I think the I think the important thing about those are is like one, uh it's novel. Yeah. Right. So novel's always exciting. Yeah. Um, two, it's a one shot. So um it is a burst of energy. Yes. Not a marathon. Not a sustained right? commitment. Right. Yeah. Um I think that's I think that's super important. Um, and I think, you know, if you can use it to connect to people that you aren't currently connecting to, um, like that's really good. Yeah. Yep. All of those things. I mean, I think that's kind of it. And gosh, maybe what we should say here, because we have sort of limited advice in the keeping it fresh department is we would really like to hear your advice because it might sure. help us out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, if you can hear it in our voices, right? Like, there's definitely some fatigue and concern. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, there's definitely concern, like, how the next couple months go. Um, and, you know, we're, we, want, we all want to get through them. And um, we all need to self-care. And gaming is um, gaming's an amazing form of self-care uh, for me personally, um, gaming was the self-care slash escape that got me through a lot of the trouble of my childhood. Um, so, um, it is a necessary component for me. I don't have some, I don't have anything else that does for me what gaming does for me. Yeah. Like in terms of, of, of escapism and creativity, feeling good and social, I don't have another thing that does this. Yep. So I need this to be here um, and I need to make it work. Yeah. Yep. That's where we like are. Like that's super important. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I know for you, it wasn't so much of an escapism as it was, um, I think, and I'm going to say this from knowing your stories and a little um, armchair psychology, but for you, gaming was how you found uh, your tribe, right? We don't use tribe. How you found found your circle. Yeah. Your people, your circle. Yeah. because I know that your formative gaming experiences was your college gaming group yes. um, where you kind of like came into that circle yeah. um, and like Discovered stayed up and my played people. games. And, they were yeah. my people. I didn't know I had people before college. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, for you, um, not to be overly personal, but there was a time in your life where it fell off. Yeah. And then it came back. And when it came back and you reconnected to your people, uh, your life changed dramatically. Dr- very dramatically. So it's okay. For I've you... talked about this before. There was oh, a, yeah. an interview with Alex Roberts, for example. Yeah, that, that covers a, a lot, lot of, of this, right? And um, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, again, it. I mean, it's important for all of us in different ways, Um and so it is important for you because it is the thing that connects you to your people. And for me, it is the thing that lets me escape um, when it is too much to deal with the world. Well, it's definitely escapism for me, too. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it's it is specifically connection and escapism. And yep. co- the connection part is why it's been, um, is why Zoom is harder, right, for mm-hmm. me. Anyway, we should wrap this puppy up because it's very long. It is one hour exactly, which makes this a very long episode. But we hope on this very special episode of Pandas Talking Games, um, the after school special (laughs) version of Pandas Talking Games that... um, (laughs) Is that what uh, it is? Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, our hope is by having this discussion that one, um, one, if you're feeling like this, you know you're not alone. Right. Like we're feeling like this. We're feeling like this, too. Um, Rob Abrazado said it best the other day on Twitter. Like, you know, just because we've been doing this for a while doesn't mean any of this is normal. Right. And doesn't mean any of it should feel normal. Right. So if it doesn't feel normal, don't worry about it. It's not. I I don't want to dismiss it. But in other words, it's not normal. Yeah. Like you're feeling it correctly. Anyway, we're we're hoping. And then again, like we said at the top show, we hope that this um, gets you thinking about your own gaming situation, get you stocked up. Because if we are going to be hunkered down for a while, I'm we're hoping that you're you know making cool games and feeding yourself. Yeah. Um, and being nourished. Yes. Okay. So with that, we have to close out the show. The way we close out the show is we talk about another show on the network. Do you got one? No. <laughs> How about that bonus experience with Monica and Ray? Right. Like, and onion and mayonnaise fantastic. sandwiches. Um, yes, Margaret is a very great editor. Um, we appreciate her a lot. Um, bonus experience is very funny. Um, listen to two queer gals talk about gaming and make really good jokes. Um, also, LaCroix. Talk about gaming, designing with some of the dumbest humor. It's like you um, know this better than me. I think I read it the other. I think I read that one. That, I, oh, I read that like, copy for Gnomecast the oh, other day. Oh, that's what it is. I was like, I that's feel like normally you catch me off guard and I just do She's a Super Geek. And now that I've announced that it's ending, I feel like Listen, I it's not. better than the cactus. It's better than the cactus panty one when I put you on the spot last you didn't time. Like my cactus panties. I did. I think Rob. I think Rob liked it a whole bunch. But anyway. Moving to right get along. into the closing of this, Senda, tell us where people can find us on the internet. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on the Misdirected Mark uh, um, um, forums. There we go. I got there, um, which is forums.misdirectedmark.com. Or you can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com, and fill once they find us in one of those places. What can they do with that information? Uh, we always can use more topics. Um, we are never... Um, we never have too many topics. That pantry never fills. It never does. Um, not that we don't have topics, but literally you can't fill yeah, you that can't pantry. you can't fill it. It's okay. Just um, keep sending them. Send us um, questions, things you want to hear us talk about, um, different aspects of gaming, whatever. You send it to us. I'll turn it into a show. It's, uh, don't worry. We're really good at it. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, just send us stuff. Um, the truth of the matter is that um, we can talk about our own stuff all the time, but really, 
what we really, really enjoy um, is talking about the things that um, are relevant to you and your gaming um, in ways of hoping to enhance uh, your gaming and make it better. So uh, send us those topics because we really dig it. And if you like what we do here or elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, um, please consider supporting our Patreon campaign. You can go to patreon.com slash MMP. Uh, patrons of the show get access to our Slack Room for Life. I'm going to tell you right now during the um, these COVID times, uh, that Slack Room for Life is um, – that that's the place for me. Like that's our that's our circle, right? That's our, our tight community. Um, everybody's in there chatting and talking about games and their daily life and sharing information about COVID. Um, we've opened up a politics room. I'm not ready yet. I, I um, am actually not ready yet either. I was like, it's fine if y'all want to have it. You can have I it. commend everybody who's having those discussions, I <laughs> but I also am aware of my boundaries and I'm like, no, it's cool. Um, but it's, it is a wonderful group of people. Um, I, I really enjoy them a lot. So if you, if you do patron the show, um, like the first thing is boom, you're in the, you're in the Slack room. Uh, you get the bonus outtakes from the show. That's always fun. You get, um, the after show from the misdirected Mark. It's a, it's a crapshoot. Like it's going to be good. Uh, because we'll have just come off of a show, but I, I can't tell you what it's going to be about. Like it's whatever we feel like talking about when we come off the show. Um, it, it'll be fine though. Um, and then like during the non COVID times, uh, we do other stuff. Like when we're feeling a little more creative, like song parodies and giveaways and things like that. But um, during these COVID times, we're a little more, um, we're a little more reserved. Um, anyway, if you are already backing the Patreon campaign, we thank you so very much. Um, your patronage goes to making everything else happen around here. And that's really uh, helpful for us. And if you're unable to back the Patreon campaign, we totally understand. Um, there are, there is another thing you can do that helps us out by getting other people to become aware of the show. Um, it goes into our whole, if you listen to us, you will love us. Um, uh, marketing approach what's that thing well you could leave us a rating or review on apple podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show which means that they listen to it and then as you know if they listen to it then they will love it because that's correct. that's how it works um yeah so basically if you give us a rating or review we super duper appreciate everyone who already has they really do help us and they make us feel warm and fuzzy on the inside so if you leave it somewhere that we might not be checking please tell us don't be embarrassed just drop us a note on twitter or wherever let us know you left it because we want to go find it we just can't monitor all of the places <laughs> there's so many there's limits to what we can there's check so many places that they could be um so yeah uh we super duper appreciate them thank you so much to everyone so, say, Senda, I know the tradition is normally to play it on a Sunday, but um, what do you think about a um, Swords Without Master Saturday night game? Well, I could swing that. This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, show me what you got. Bloop. And we're back. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm kind of punchy tonight. Pre-show pre hijinks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The sound you hear from time to time will be me opening up my uh, my mm. coffee mug. Mm. Mm. Don't you have one of these? I don't think you have the coffee mug, but don't you have a Contigo oh. water bottle? Yes. Da, 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 da. You do. Yeah, you're. This is the Contigo um, coffee mug, which um, or coffee. Tum, I don't know what the hell it is. The I put the coffee in it. <laughs> Put the coffee in, and then you drink the coffee. But it's good because the top seals, and then it's got the thing where the handle. Oh yeah, has clip, the little, they're really good about that. Mine has this little clippy. Yeah, thing. like I could, I could clip yeah. this onto my backpack if I wanted to. Yeah. Although I have in the past, when I was in college, I used to have my um, plastic, um, uh, plastic coffee. It, it wasn't coffee back then. I was drinking tea. Um, on the back of my bag, but it. It's annoying as shit. I hate it actually, right? Because like it's not secured, so it just like it 
it's rattling it around while you're walking. I, I, I hate it. I don't know if you've noticed, but like... You don't like fluffy I, things on your bags? Well, when I pack my bag, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I had like all my shit is secured. Yeah, onto the, I might like, have noticed. You yeah. might have a thing for securing stuff. I, I like things tied down. <laughs> we should just start the show now. <laughs> my, my, my. You said it. <laughs> what is going on now? <laughs> anyway. Do you so want to? Do you want to make a show, man? Do you want to make a show now? <laughs> it might be kind of lame. <laughs> I don't know. It won't be lame. The it's history of cool. this. <laughs> the history of this podcast. We've never had a lame episode. Uh, we have. It might had, be one of those. It's either going to be one of those downer, like kind of lower energy episodes where we like stumble around, or it's going to be a really hyper senda episode. Oh no, no, this is you're in that. You're in that precarious energy place. Like, I'm yes, I could go steady. either way. I could really go either way. Yeah, we'll see which way I push you during the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuckles. Oh, boy. Yep. All right. Bloop. Do, do, do. do. That it should all be in minor key at this point. Okay. Like, yeah. I didn't succeed, but I, I didn't either. I, I actually don't know how to put anything <laughs> in a minor key. I do know from I do know from YouTube that minor key songs sound really fucking haunting. That's what I know. There's a guy on YouTube. You have a guy. You have a YouTube guy. I, a, I got a YouTube guy who makes uh, who makes minor key songs. It's yeah, really you, you got a creepy. minor key song guy. You got a you got a bag guy. You got a. I don't have a bag guy. guy. Got I got like I got like ten guys. bag guys. And then you've got like, oh no! Now I know the next song that we need to cover. What's up? I'm the bag guy. Duh. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we gotta like, we gotta make a show. Otherwise, you're gonna actually have to clean this thing up, and you do not wanna, really want to edit. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't okay. wanna. I'm trying to remember the next part. You go hey, or no? You go no. See, that's no. I was just. You say and. It's and. And. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Professional tonight. Wow. How does this go again? It's episode 216. I'll remember it in a second. <laughs> One take fill, they call me. That's actually a, uh, uh, what you call it? That's actually a West Wing. That's a West Wing joke. All right.